having a supportive community that you can turn to for advice was the key to becoming a truly successful teacher. I'm your host, Vanessa Levin, and on this podcast, I'm going to share the tools and training you need to teach better, save time, and live more. If you're ready to get started teaching smarter, not harder, then head over to prekpages.com to learn more. I'm Vanessa Levin, and you're listening to Elevating Early Childhood. So before we get started on this whole podcast thing, let me tell you a little bit about myself and why we're here. I spent more than 20 years teaching public pre-kindergarten, and I did that in some of the largest cities in the world. So I started off in Seoul, South Korea. People are usually shocked by that one. Then I went to Detroit, Michigan, which is pretty close to my hometown. Then Houston, Texas. then Boston, Massachusetts, and I finally landed in Dallas, Texas, where I spent the majority of my time. And despite all of the language barriers and the cultural differences, the biggest challenge that I faced in all of those different positions was lack of community and support. Quite often, there were no experienced teachers that I could turn to when I needed like practical advice or a shoulder to cry on. I know some of you can relate to this. So for example, when I lived in Seoul, South Korea, I had roommates. I lived with a group of teachers. They had a wide variety of backgrounds and experiences. There was a recent graduate with a master's degree in English. There was a home ec teacher, a middle school teacher, and a French teacher. And, you know, I foolishly thought that my degree in education would help me be a great teacher. That's truly what I thought. But I really learned the hard way that it's experience that creates truly great teachers. Ready to learn new ideas not shared on the podcast that will help you thrive in the classroom? Check out our incredible professional development resource and support program at teachingtrailblazers.com. Now, without dating myself, let's just say that all this took place long before the internet was invented. For example, if I were to tell you when this was without actually telling you when it was, I might say something like, welcome to Chi-Chi's. Would you like smoking or non? Ultimately, I was left with just my two best friends, trial and error. And it was in Seoul where I learned how to teach with nothing but my imagination and creativity and a few classic games like I Spy and Hot Potato thrown in for good measure. Next, I landed at a charter school in Detroit, Michigan. I was the only teacher in my grade level, and I was spending every single cent of my paltry, meager, tiny little paycheck on resource book after resource book. I was searching for any morsel of help I could get. Do you feel me? I felt like I was reinventing the wheel every single day. I was working late every night and on weekends. I was there so much. I was afraid the custodian was going to propose to me. And I desperately, desperately wanted to be that amazing teacher who made learning fun and exciting for her kids. I knew that there had to be a better way. Next, I landed at a public school in Houston, Texas, where I was surrounded by four pre-K teachers 
who had more than 100 years of combined teaching experience. It was a teaching paradise compared to my first two gigs. And my coworkers had answers to all of my burning questions. They even gave me access to their supply closet filled with a treasure trove of tried and true teaching tools. Unfortunately, this paradise was short-lived because I became engaged to my then fiance, now husband, and we moved to Boston. But my experience in Houston showed me that having a supportive community that you can turn to for advice was the key to becoming a truly successful teacher. So next, I landed in a Head Start program in the Boston area, and it was here that I first encountered resistance to change. You see, I was the new teacher in this very well-established program that had been around for decades at that point. And everything I did and said went against their, this is the way we've always done it, mentality. It was here that I learned that you can have all the imagination, creativity, book knowledge, and a community, yet still feel all alone and isolated. And that's when I finally ended up in Dallas, where I was able to put down roots and really blossom as a teacher. I was encouraged to use my imagination and creativity, and I had plenty of other pre-K teachers to collaborate with. I had adequate supplies and access to continuous professional development. It was here that I was able to hone my teaching craft with better results every single year. And at this point in my career, I started to fantasize about creating a solution for teachers who were all alone like I had been in South Korea, in Detroit, in Boston. I didn't want any teacher to ever feel as professionally isolated as I had in the beginning of my career. And I started to think that this new thing called the internet might just offer a way to do that. And that is when I started Pre-K Pages, my website for early childhood teachers. I started the site as a way to provide information from a real classroom teacher's perspective and to facilitate communication and collaboration between teachers, no matter where you were in the world. And slowly, you know, much to my surprise, over time, this idea began to pick up steam each year as the site continued to grow and grow. Now I've dedicated my life to making sure no teacher ever goes through what I did again. I reach roughly 1 million early childhood professionals each month through my website, Pre-K Pages. And that little seed of an idea I had 20 years ago, that's turned into a reality. Teachers who visit the site can find hundreds of activities, ideas, and information designed specifically for early childhood all in one place. You can download lesson plans or connect with other like-minded early childhood professionals. But please don't tell my past self about this one or she'll cry big, ugly tears. Truth. So that brings us to the end of our very first episode. But be sure to subscribe because I'll be sharing the most important lessons I've learned in my journey to achieving success, both in and out of the classroom in upcoming episodes. So thank you for listening and coming along with me on this journey. Oh. And if you like what you've heard so far, it would mean the world to me if you could give me an honest rating and review on Apple Podcasts. 
This helps our podcast rank better on the charts so I can get my message out to even more early childhood professionals like you. Onward and upward. Thank you so much for listening to Elevating Early Childhood. Do you have a question that you'd like me to answer raw and uncut right here on the podcast? All you need to do is head over to Apple Podcasts and follow these three simple steps. Step one, leave an honest rating and review telling me what you think of the podcast. Step two, in that review, ask anything you want related to early childhood education. And step three, if you'd like a shout out, leave your Instagram handle or name for me right there in your review. That's it. Easy squeezy, lemon peasy. Then listen in each week for a chance to hear your question answered right here on the podcast. Until next time, I'm Vanessa Levin from Elevating Early Childhood. Onward and upward.